Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everybody. It's Nick here, and welcome to today's episode. So today, I am bringing you this episode from a very warm and sunny Tenerife. Now, Tenerife is an island. It's a Spanish island, uh, but it's actually not on the Spanish mainland. It's kind of near Africa. And the reason that I'm here is actually the topic, or the subject, if you like, of today's episode. So I'm calling it work-life balance. However, you could argue it should be called life-work balance for some of the things I'll get into today. And it's such a hot topic. It's one of those things that, you know, particularly as the world's changing, becoming more digital, people are working more remotely. You know, what, what, is, the, what is work? What does is, what is this work-life balance mean? It's definitely changed, certainly over the last five, 10 years, as, as, as the world has changed, the world of business has changed. So I'm going to get into that today. We haven't really covered this on a previous Scale Up Your Business episode. So I wanted to kind of just give you my perspective and some of the things that I think about and do to make sure that I have balance in my life, which ultimately makes me more successful in what I'm doing with my work and my business. But before I get into it today, um, just a quick thank you as always. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, heaps of great support and feedback that I get now on, on literally a daily basis. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Thank you so much. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave a rating, leave a review. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Or if you've got any friends who you think could benefit from some of the messages and some of the things that I'm trying to, to get across on the show, then please um, make a recommendation. I'm very grateful for that as well. So Tenerife, what am I actually doing here? I'm at an event which is called Life and Wealth Mastery. It's a Tony Robbins event, and for regular listeners of the show, you know that I'm a big fan of Tony, what he teaches, and uh, some of the stuff that he has done has certainly made a big impact on my life. So as I said, now I'm here, I'm going through a bit of an experience. I wanted to do a podcast episode to share some of those learnings, but also just to give you um, a few tools maybe, a few different ways to think about your own situation, whatever that may be. So let me kind of give you a little bit of why I'm here, <laughs> then I'll go kind of back to my, my story if you like. Um, now, if you go back a few years, actually not that many years ago, I was pretty burnt out. I was working really hard on the face of it, very successful, whatever you define success is, certainly commercially, I was making quite a lot of money, but I was really stressed. And because of my, the way I am, my psychology, you know, you're probably getting a bit of a sense of who I am through previous episodes. Someone who goes and runs ultra marathons is a pretty intense person generally. And I like to think that one of the, the sort of skills I have or one of the traits I have, which is a positive thing, is I throw myself into stuff and I, I make sure I get it done. But I'm not always the best at celebrating wins, and I'm certainly not always the best at understanding balance in my life, particularly if I'm focused on one objective or you know, a series of goals. So a few years back, that was me. And I'll tell you a bit of an embarrassing story. I was so stressed through a, a work situation that I was going through you know, these, these few years back, 
that I remember I used to grind my teeth at night and I went to the dentist and I had to have one of those kind of plastic plates book in, put in. And before I did that, I actually grinded my teeth so badly that I cracked a tooth from just essentially clenching my, my teeth together through the evening, through the night while I was asleep. And I went to the dentist to get this plate and the dentist said to me, I, you know, I haven't seen anything like this for ages, but it's absolutely a symptom of stress. And when this was going on, I said, it's a few years back now, not too far, I wasn't really putting into practice the things that I do now. And the difference between how I feel now and certainly the energy that I can put into everything in my life, but particularly my businesses, is just light years. I, I can't even describe how different I feel. So I wanna share that with you today as much as I can because you know, there's no doubt in my mind that some of the people who are listening to this podcast, certainly going through startup to scale up, you're going to be doing things because you're so focused on your business. You're so focused on getting, you know, the success that you desperately want from your business that I have no doubt. I don't even have to know everyone who's listening to be able to say with a certain degree of confidence that you are probably not looking after yourself as much as you should. So, just to give you a bit more of a breakdown. So what I'm doing here at this particular event is a number of different things, but one of the things is looking at sort of levels of toxicity in my body. I have been a big caffeine drinker, and I can tell you now from some of the results I got yesterday, because I still drink probably too much caffeine, too much coffee, uh, I need to change that, <laughs> it's not helping me. We did a, a thing here which is basically like a fast, it's called a cleanse, a juice cleanse. And I know some of you are probably thinking, Nick, can't we just get back to talking about like red wine, beer, steaks, and yeah, I'm gonna get into that in a minute as well, don't get me wrong. Um, but this sort of juice fast, it's designed to clear out your system, to get rid of anything that's causing toxicity, which could be causing, of course, some stress. I'll get into what those, those various pieces are a bit later on today. But you need to clear your body out first so that you can start to rebase it and get energy back. And anything that's in your body, which is causing sort of toxicity, causing stress, you know, causing you not to perform in the way that you want to perform, not optimizing the results that you're trying to achieve, those things are essentially taking you back. They're essentially poisons if you want to kind of get into the, the real term of it. So, you know, I'm not one to say don't have coffee, right? Nothing is about an all or nothing situation. But for me personally, I know I need to cut back. And yesterday I had one of the most probably challenging days I've had physically for some time. And again, I, I reference back to all the kind of running I've been doing. You know, some of the marathons I've done were easier than how I felt yesterday because I had a headache for most of the day trying to you know, go through this, this cleanse, if you like, and trying to get rid of these toxins from my body. And you know, that's not a good place to be. And my, I suppose my encouragement to you is if you are that person, if you're you know, drinking too much coffee, smoking too much, if you are smoking, drinking too much alcohol, not eating well, and you're using the excuse that, hey, I, it's because my business is the main priority now, that's my focus, I can tell you, you're not going to be able to get the business where you want to believe, but wanted to go. Sorry, if you don't start to look after yourself first, you are the most important asset in this, and that's why I do this stuff now religiously. And as I said, it's made a massive difference on everything else that I do. So again, my story—I've mentioned this on previous episodes. 
achievement and fulfillment is, is, is a, a kind of a balance of quite difficult things to get your head around. So achievement, this sort of capacity to, to get things in your life, to break through barriers, you know, to get what you want, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be fulfilled. So you can achieve lots, you can be very successful. As I said, I did really well in my sort of corporate career, made lots of money, and then I felt absolutely broken, you know, and this is partly the reason why I wanted to do this episode. And so the idea of being, you know, having high achievement but not being fulfilled is a huge, huge thing. And so fulfillment, just to define that, that's sort of thriving consistently, you know, in the way you want your life to be. And you can get both, you can achieve and you can get fulfillment, but you've got to do things to make sure that happens. And you've got to have absolute awareness of where you are on those things. So, so this, this program for me, Life and Wealth Mastery, it's about a week. Uh, what I'm talking about today is mainly the life stuff. I'll, I'll do another episode on the wealth stuff because there's some really interesting things I'm going to be going through over the next few days on investment, which some of the stuff is normally pretty cutting edge and pretty up to date. So I will share that with you as well. But, you know, I did an episode on standards, standards for your business, standards for your life, and standards for your health are just as important. And as I said, all of these things come together to affect how you perform. So if you want to perform to an absolute elite level, and by that I mean in life, in business, you know, it could be in your sport, it could be all those things, how, you know, in your relationships. If you have that goal for yourself, if you want to be the best version of yourself, then you need to get the work-life or the life-work balance sorted out. There is no question about it. So there we are. That's my rant. That's my story. <laughs> a bit of why I think this is crucial. I suppose you've got to take, you know, take it with a grain of salt that I was a personal trainer and I have a background in health and fitness. So these things are very much my identity. But when I go to these events like Life and Wealth Mastery, one thing stands out. The people who are here are all similar to me, which is great, yeah. You know, there's a bit where there is definitely a, a similar mindset and belief system, but they're all bloody successful. They all look great, predominantly. You know, everyone's going through challenges, not saying that it's this kind of weird utopia world, but they're all really making progress on the goals that they're setting. So I always say that proximity is power or your network is your net worth. And so one of the reasons I come to these events is because I'm surrounded by people who are trying to achieve and are achieving the same things as me. So that's a slightly different context as to why I'm doing this particular thing. And this episode is not to try and push this event by any stretch. If you want some information about it, then get in touch and I'm happy to provide it. But this is more about the things that you should be considering if you want to have a life which is on your terms, optimized, and so you're really enjoying the journey. There's nothing worse, nothing worse than going out there and working your ass off, doing things every single day, time poor, cash poor, chasing a dream when you should be enjoying stuff in the present moment as well. Now, I get it. That's a tough thing to take for an entrepreneur because the entrepreneur, most of the ones I know, want to kind of get to where they want to get to. And they sometimes forget that the journey is just as important. But if you can get the balance and you can get those things working for you, you are going to be having much more fun. Okay, so some tips. I'm going to share some tips on this. As I do that, I might just sort of give you a few stories of what I've learned this week as well, because I think they will help you. So firstly, first tip, I'm going to give you six tips in total. The first one is when you're thinking about this concept of work-life balance, 
don't forget what is most important to you. Now that's gonna be different for everybody. For me, it's my health and it's my family above all else. So, you know, my friends come into that as well, but my health and my family come before that. And there are certain times where I believe, yeah, you've got to hustle, you've got to put in the hours, you know, you're gonna be out of balance for a period of time, but I'm very aware of those situations. And I'm also very aware that, you know, I can take a, a week out or a few days out as I, as I see fit to recharge and recalibrate. So the balance of extremes in terms of you know, some, diet, some days and some weeks and some months even, you have to really go for it because the opportunity is there. You've got to balance that back through the year or whatever the time frame is so that you can recalibrate. More often than not, I see people putting their businesses first all the time, their families are suffering, their health is suffering. They use pretty, to be frank, crap excuses for it, like I haven't got time and I'm gonna get into that in a minute, but the reality is you have to get your priorities in order. You can have absolutely a successful business or a successful series of businesses and great relationships, great health, great experiences, you know, financially secure, all of those things. It just means that you have to set up the right infrastructure to support you and go at it with the right intention. Okay, so that's the first thing. Don't ever forget that, and most people do one of the worst things. Second thing is back to time, is how you manage your time, how productive you are is a choice. So again, I get this all the time. It, it sometimes drives me mad. Like people say, oh, I haven't got enough time. Well, you have got enough time. You're just not being resourceful enough with your time. Okay, a hard truth, but you know, you don't wanna be the victim here. There is a piece where I get it, everyone's busy, everyone has lots going on. You've gotta get your focus right. I often say that focus is a superpower in business. It's right up there with gratitude and a few other things that I believe, but having focus so that you can get stuff done to the right quality, to the right level is just, just awesome. And that all comes down to a choice. So as I said, we've all got the same 24 hours in a day. If you're feeling that you've got too much on, stressed, overwhelmed, you've got to start to leverage. Now I've done episodes on this before. I talk about VAs, I talk about you know, anything that you don't enjoy doing or is something that you could outsource to someone else for a lower value than what you're worth or what you could be making if you were doing a different activity, okay? So just to unpack that. I've got Gardner, we had no pair for a little while you know, toying with the idea of, of a few other support areas at the moment. And the reason for that is like, listen, I love gardening, it's great. But I know that spending, you know, four or five hours in our garden on a weekend or something like that, unless that's something I choose to do to relax as part of a hobby, then, you know, that's four or five hours that I could be spending working on my businesses, working on my mindset, working on personal development, working on things that are gonna achieve the bigger goals that I've set. So first thing is look to leverage. If you say, hey, I can't afford leverage, I can't afford that, have a look at your finances because I'm sure you could find five hours in a week, let's say, for a VA to manage something for you. That could be managing your LinkedIn prospecting. It could be managing your social media. So these are things that are gonna give you value. These are things that are gonna grow your business. So first thing, you've gotta be very, very good in, in sort of this prioritization. 
absolutely critical. I use a system called RPM, which is results first, purpose why, and then action. There are plenty of other systems out there, but you know, if you're not good at this, you know, get in touch with me and I'm more than happy to point you towards a few resources that will help. Okay, a couple of more practical tips. Number three, every single week without fail, give yourself two to three hours to reflect, strategize, and plan. Now, this is not two to three hours on a Saturday and Sunday. My belief is, and this is my belief, doesn't have to be your belief, is that you should be spending your weekends as much as you possibly can with your family, with your friends, doing pursuits and experiences that give you time to sort of just be be yourself and, and do things for you. So that two to three hours is not two to three hours necessarily to do those things. It could be. It's more just to sort of break the week to say, actually, on a Wednesday or Friday, whatever's the best day for you, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to reflect and work on the business, not in the business. Yeah, I'm going to work on how I can get more productive. I'm going to work on how I can drive more leads, how I can motivate my teams. Yeah, you've got to build that time in. If you don't plan that and put it in your calendar, you will get your calendar filled up with other people's issues, problems, challenges. Yeah, particularly as a leader, a business owner, founder, CEO, that's what happens. So the first thing, as I said, you know, the point is give yourself those two to three hours. What I'm really saying is take control of your diary. If you don't schedule the stuff that's important like that in, it will get taken out. You will get overwhelmed and you will lose the impact that you can have because you're not getting that time to reflect. So that's quite an easy one in some cases, but again, for a lot of people, you'll you'll put up an excuse, you'll say, I don't have the time, I don't have the time. Trust me, this stuff is important, make the time. And the only reason I suggest it to you is because I've had this happen to me. Nothing I talk about here I haven't experienced, and I'm just trying to get across and trying to, in some cases, mentor you in what can help if this is a problem. Now, for some of you, it won't be. That's great. But for others, just have a listen, try it out, see what you think. The fourth one is similar to the third one, but this is this is a bit more holistic. This is about planning your whole year in advance. So this is you know planning in, of course, it's your holidays, it's your family time. I mean, we've got a couple of big things happening this year because my, my um, youngest daughter is going to school for the first time. So she's gonna be in reception in a few weeks. And of course, I'm gonna be there on that day. Now we know in advance when that is. We know in September, she's gonna have her first day of school. I'm not gonna be working that day. I'm gonna be there with her, being present with her. We have all of our sort of family holidays and vacations planned in advance. Now my wife is a travel writer, travel blogger. So that's an important thing for her keep her happy. And they say happy wife, happy life. There we are. Um, but I also plan in weeks like I'm doing this week. And I find that for me personally, I've got to plan in my personal development and growth. I've got to plan in any contribution that I'm doing, speaking engagements, obviously the family time, the bigger things that are going to be blocks of time that are going to be crucial for you. Because you need to see it on a planner of some sorts. You can use a digital planner. We, we actually have a quite traditional wall planner and we put that up literally with sort of text of pens writing in the things. There's lots of scribble on it, but it gives us a sense of balance of our whole year. So, you know, we don't necessarily want to have holidays that are all jumped together. We want to have experiences that are spread out through the year. And we've got three or four things this year as a family that we're doing. We've obviously got birthdays to celebrate. We've got things with our friends. And planning that in advance does a couple of things for me. It, 
it firstly makes me feel organized and, and the big important sort of rocks in your life that you don't want to miss out on, you're going to make sure that you've got them there. And the second thing is it gives you a chance to look forward to things. And I think with the personal development side, so this life and wealth mastery piece, this is something I've been looking forward to for ages because I knew that I had to come along and take a bit more control of my health. As I said at the very beginning, <clears throat> my levels of caffeine, for whatever reason, have slipped up. So, you know, I'm not perfect. So coming away and actually just seeing that and talking to other people about their challenges in their businesses in this environment, you know, I've been looking forward to it and it's, and it's delivered in spades. I know I've got heaps of different things I'm going to go back and implement into my life, which are going to you know, help me <clears throat> be more productive and certainly happier in the things that I'm doing. So a simple one, plan in advance. I do that with my wife in January. So we sort of just do it in that first couple of weeks of January. We have a lot of fun with it. And a lot of the times we haven't even planned like holidays that are coming up or any experiences. So it's a time for us to sort of almost just enjoy the process of thinking about what we want that year to feel like for the, the two of us. Okay, so number five, probably no surprises to this one. Look after your body and your mind. And you know, I, it's, it's fine to have pressure and challenges. Pressure and challenges serve you ultimately. They make you stronger. They, you know, it's, like, it's like working a muscle. They make you more experienced. You get some good things out of that. It can feel tougher at the time, but it's, it's important. But make sure that you are doing the things that drive your performance. So if you want to be an elite performer, if you want to you know, build a stunning business, if you want to have freedom and choice and wealth and the ability, the ability to contribute to others, all the things that I think drive fulfillment as well as achievement, then you've got to make sure that you are looking after and driving your own performance. It starts with you. Leadership starts with you. So for me, there's some very simple tenets. Firstly, eat well. Eat nourishing food. Yeah, so it's funny. I, I don't ever suggest that people should go to extremes. I don't believe in that. I think everything in balance is perfect. But you know if you're overeating um, you know, or you're eating the wrong things, you're eating lots of processed food, for example, it's not going to help you. It's going to take away your energy. It's going to you know, affect you potentially longer term in more dramatic ways. Just don't do it. There's enough evidence out there to sort of suggest how you should be you know, consuming nutrition that's going to help you and drive performance. Water. <clears throat> now, you should be having half of your body weight. So let's say you know, in pounds, I'm about 165 pounds. You should be having half of your pounds in ounces of water per day. So that's quite a lot. That's 82 or thereabouts ounces of water for me. And I do that religiously. It does lots of things. It's, it helps you get clarity. It helps you just feel less tired. <clears throat> if you've got challenges with weight and things like that, it's going to help you lose weight because it's basically you know, pushing any toxins or any of those issues through your body. So drinking water is a big, big one. Yeah, and A lot of people don't do it enough and they're dehydrated all the time and they wonder why they're tired and why they're not sleeping well or you know, they're, they're getting up and they're, they're just crashing. So it's similar to eating. You know, If you have you know, a need for lots of sugar, that's another one. Everyone, there's enough evidence out there now that suggests that that's just not good for you. You're gonna have crashes all the way through your day. So if you're eating badly and not drinking enough water, what do you think your performance is gonna be like? Sure, you can push on through, but there is a point in time where it's gonna come back and get you. And if you're feeling stressed, and this is an interesting one, if you're feeling stressed and you're feeling overwhelmed because too much is going on, in some cases that can be things like your nutrition and water. It can affect you in those ways. So it's definitely worth, if you haven't got any advice on this stuff, I definitely think you should look into it. And just have a few habits <clears throat> that you do daily 
which are gonna serve you and make you more effective. So the other ones are sleep. You know, I get about seven hours sleep a night. That's perfect for me. I track my sleep, I measure everything, just because I wanna have, um, have that consciousness around it. Sometimes it's less, sometimes it gets down to sort of, you know, five hours, four hours if I'm working hard, but then I balance it back out. But on average, it's seven hours and that works for me. Exercise daily, doesn't have to be much. There's a couple of apps that I um, recommend. There's a sort of a seven minute exercise app that you can do. So seven minutes of high intensity, sort of hit type of activity first thing in the morning can be great. Yoga is fantastic. I tend to do it when I wake up. Sometimes I'll do something in the morning and then I'll go to the gym if I've got something else that I'm doing. But you know, I, without fail, exercise, it just, it does so many good things for you. And again, you know this, so there's no point sort of harping on about it. And the one that I, I've been doing for the last few years, again, relatively religiously, is meditation. And that's just helped me remain more present and calm when things are or can be chaotic. And again, I, I don't, you know, if, it may be for you, it may not be for you. There's different types of meditation. I, I do a priming exercise, which essentially allows me to um, look at the sort of past, present, and future. The future is the interesting one because that's where I look at my vision, look at my goals. But again, if, if every day I'm getting up and I'm doing that, <clears throat> it's helping me create the infrastructure beneath that vision to be able to achieve the goals in my business. So I've got some pretty big numbers when you go forward into, those, into that vision, certainly what I wanna achieve over the next decade. And what I'm doing every day is making progress towards those things. So that comes back to the time management side. But all of that, that sort of way of tracking it, that putting that emphasis, it gives me heaps of energy. It gives me heaps of sort of confidence and, and momentum of what I'm trying to achieve. And all of this then means that sort of the work-life balance piece, even though, as I've said all the way through this episode, it gets out of kilter and that's fine. You've got to expect it to. Ultimately, it feels congruent. And that's what you want to aim for. You want to feel that it sits with your values, how you want to spend your time and the choices that you are making. So the last one is if you can, and this is a biggie, right? If you can make your work your passion, yeah, make it your mission. Now, I appreciate lots of people here are like, well, hold on, Nick, I, I'm just, I need to have a job. I need to bring you money. Or I've just started a business. I mean, if you just started a business, there's a reason why you did that. Hopefully it wasn't just because you thought it was money. You wanted to serve people. You wanted to solve a problem that others weren't. And you're curious and you're passionate about how you're gonna do that. Hopefully that's you. If it is you, then you're, going, you're up for a really good ride because you're gonna enjoy it. It's not gonna feel like work. I always say to people with the stuff that I do, I, why would I retire? I don't wanna retire. I, I wanna go and help people. I wanna go and you know, get people to be successful in their businesses. I wanna you know, speak at events and try and inspire others. You know? So there's no retirement in that because you know, my mission is to do this. So you know, if you can get this right, and if you're not there, this doesn't mean you know, stop your business or whatever, but just have a think about it. If you are employed by someone, you know, have a think about what you can do to build passive income. So you might decide that you know, if, if, the, if the constraint is, hey, you know, I, I can't do this because I've got a, I've got, you know, I can't quit my job, work out how you can make some passive income. Yeah, you can, you can buy properties, you can buy businesses, all of these things can be done. I mean, a, a lot of my friends do crazily successful things on Amazon where they're, they're literally doing some stuff at nighttime as a family with their wife and they're making, you know, five to 10,000 pounds a month off stuff. 
And then you know, a couple of them have decided to then make different choices about their, their day job because they wanna do something else to follow their purpose. So all of these things are out there and they're possible. And so I suppose I leave that one to last because if your work-life balance or your life-work balance, as I keep saying, is out of kilter, it could be that you're just not doing what you were made to do. And so you should reflect on that. It doesn't mean changing it straight away, but I can promise you that if you get that clear, if you get the vision for your life clear, your vocation becomes part of that whole piece, then the concept of work-life balance will start to move away. You've still got to do the other things. You've still got to look after yourself. You've still got to be productive and plan time and, and think about sort of the balance in your life. But you, will, you, know, you won't feel like you're working and you'll feel a certain degree of increased energy just because of that, that simple concept that you feel that you're, I've used the word a few times, congruent with, with what you're meant to do. So there we are, that's it. That's what I've been doing this week. Crazy week, crazy week of all sorts of things which I won't go into the detail on, but as I said, if anyone's interested in this program and they think it could be helpful for them, I'm more than happy to give you some information on it. I'm not, there's no affiliate with it or anything like that. I'm not trying to sell the program, nothing at all like that. I only suggest these sort of things because I'm a big believer in what it has done for me and I wanna share that with you. So before I finish today, just a couple of announcements, some big news. So my business mentoring program, I have just launched that. So if you are an entrepreneur and you are struggling to go from startup to scale up or beyond, and you feel that some one-to-one mentoring with me would be of value, uh, I have got some spaces available to do that. Now that is fully online. I can work um, across businesses anywhere in the world and happy to do so. Um, Quite a lot of people from mainly the US and the UK and a couple from Australia at the moment. But if you think that is of value to you, then please reach out and I can give you some more information. So that's the first piece. Uh, And the second piece is we will have very, launching very soon, um, the Business Scale-Up Accelerator program. So I'm in the process of creating that at the moment. And that is, again, if you are in what I call stuck in the wilderness, the scale-up wilderness, and you wanna get some time, pretty much in a mastermind format, where you can learn from some of the more specific things that I talk about on the show uh, at a much deeper level, but also be surrounded by a peer group of people who can help you because they're in the same place. And the number of times I've been in similar situations where I've collaborated and partnered with people, again, back, back to that peer group and that proximity, hugely valuable. So again, if you're interested in that, that program will be launching in, well, probably later this year. I'm just still working on the timings. But if you're interested in advance, please reach out. And again, I can give you some more information. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Work-life balance, life-work balance, doesn't matter what you call it. Um, it's an important part of scaling. It's an important part of achieving your goals and it's an important part of your success. So thanks for listening. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.